spray paint the vegetable stock food stalls with the beefcake pantyhose. Kill the headlights and put it in neutral. Stock car flaming with the loser and the cruise control. Babies in Reno with the vitamin D. Got a couple of couches. Sleep on the love seat. Someone came seen on the scene to complain about a shotgun wedding and a stain on my shirt. Don't believe everything that you breathe. You get a parking violation and a maggot on your sleeve. So shave your face with some mace in the dark. Jonathan, uh, we are in week three of the season. Chiefs are two and one. I would say this is not a surprising result, but maybe the way we got here was uh, a little counterintuitive. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, the final destination is not that bad, but the road that we used to get here is a little bit troubling to me. All right, so we're going to go through this here in a minute, but beat the Arizona Kyler Murray. Beat the uh, broken ribbed Justin Herbert. Pre, mostly pre broken. Well, ribbed. we were kind of responsible for the broken cartilage. He was he was mostly bone in whenever we beat him. Yeah, slightly damaged Justin Herbert. The Jags got to beat the Tendies, but yeah, we were bone in. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers. I think I threw San Diego in there. I'm sorry. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Um, then lost to the Matt Ryan Colts. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Just saying that. It's yeah, gross. Um, it's disgusting. Um, I feel sick. Yeah. I woke up this morning in just kind of a fog of darkness and despair. Did you have that as well? Uh, Maybe see, that was just me. I okay. For one, I think we need to give a, a solid ten seconds to the Bills uh, Dolphins game because at, right after the Chiefs game ended, yeah, with that that like, I think it was an interception, and I'm just like, oh well, this is this is fitting. Then they switched the game over to Bills Dolphins, and we got to see probably the funniest three minutes of football that's occurred all year. Oh, it was hilarious because there um, was uh, the butt punt. The butt punt will live on in infamy far beyond this game that we watched with the yeah. Chiefs. So you can feel a little bit better. And I think than that. the best part about the bus, the butt punt was that the Dolphins still won. So they got to pull the looniest play of the year yes. and still won. And then the Bills lost because they're running back. Tried to go just a little bit too hard on the outside and get out of bounds. And their offensive coordinator lost his mind in lost the booth. It. Lost it. Oh, can I tell a funny story while we're here? Yes, please do. Uh, you and me and all the people, all yeah. the listeners. Um, so you sent me that uh, YouTube uh, video, <laughs> a short nine-second video of the guy before being like, <laughs> well, I guess I wouldn't call myself a psycho. That video before? Yes. Uh, I got in my car the other day with my girlfriend, and I guess, like, I connected to the Bluetooth, and that's what started playing, and it was on a loop. So it played, I guess I'm not a psycho, and then it played again, I guess I'm not a psycho. It just played over and over, and it, it got a little bit creepier every time I heard it. Well, the more you say that you're not a psycho, the more people think you might be a psycho. Yeah, it was it was a little bit alarming until I finally figured out how to turn it off. Can we be honest? Okay, as a as a football fan and as just a, a fan of chaos in general, big fan. I thought it was hilarious. Oh, it was very funny. But also, like, 
there are some people, some people are like, oh, this is this is unprofessional, unacceptable from a coach. I'm just like, uh, I I like that the guy cares that much that he's just like losing his mind because yeah. of stupidity that lost him the game. I I enjoy the craziness. I think the more that the NFL is like WWE in certain regards, the better. So yeah, the coach just absolutely smashing his headset, loses his mind. That's great television. Get that the people was, what they want. That was fun. So to answer your question, that sapped a lot of the sadness I had built up from that game because I was just so overjoyed by yeah. just the 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 absurdity of the Bills Dolphins game. Um, I did take a sad nap, got all the sads out, which I think I recommend that method. Uh, I, I took a sad nap quick, as well. Quick sad nap. Um, you know those days when you wake up and you're like, "There's something wrong," but I don't know what it is. Yeah, that was this morning. Yeah, I had a little bit of that. I was like. Oh, yeah, the Chiefs. The Chiefs sucked. I woke up, and I was just, like, in total darkness for a while, and I was like, oh, my gosh, what is going on? And yeah. I remember the Chiefs lost, and yeah. it was a Monday morning. I had, I had that, to go to work. That sinking feeling. I just kind of died a little bit inside. Um, But, no, okay, so I've had the day to process it. Yes. Uh, I don't feel that bad, and the reason for me is because it feels like once every season – or every couple of seasons. There's just one game where the, an Andy Reid team, whether it's the scheme that they've drawn up or just him not getting the players up for it, they just come out flat mm-hmm. and not focused and not prepared. And I think I've just kind of accepted that as like a price of having an Andy Reid team. Because, you know, he'll let guys kind of show their personality. He's a bit of a player's coach. I mean, he's definitely like, demanding of players. Yeah. But he's not like Bill Belichick where it's just like no fun zone. Yeah. He's definitely a player's coach. Um, he's, he's not a big rah-rah guy, you know? Yeah. And I have to wonder if maybe that contributes contributes to it. I don't think it's a negative. I just think it's who he is. I think a lot of players appreciate that about him. Um, so I don't know if that like directly relates to the team just every now and then coming out not looking like they're ready to play. Yeah. But I feel like every season there's going to be one like mystery loss. We're just like, why would we lose that game? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. I mean, I, I don't think the Colts are a good team. No, the Chiefs are no, a bad, bad team. Colts are bad. Chiefs are not that bad. Yeah, should not have lost this game. It was a very stupid, stupid game. It was one of the dumbest games of football of NFL football I've watched in a very long time. Yeah, including like Chiefs or not Chiefs. Mm-hmm. It was just it was so dumb. There were so many points where we should have put the game away. Yeah. So many times where just one little play had gone a little bit different, the game's out of reach and it's over. So, okay, for our listeners who, who only get their Chiefs news from this podcast. Um, I'm assuming that's a lot of them. Yeah. Why would you go anywhere else? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you've just been sitting here waiting for our insight on the last three weeks of football. Um, yeah. How would you sum up the season to date? Do you want to give just a quick encapsulation of the season? Uh, an encapsulation? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give a little a little recap of uh, the game so far. Uh, defense, I'm gonna give it two thumbs up. Yeah. Offense, I'm gonna give it one thumb to the side. Like, eh. is this like the the Roman emperors like slit their throat kind of uh, thumb to the side or kind of? I'm, I'm not gonna execute either side of the ball with their bat, but it it's not great. Uh, and then special teams, two thumbs down today. It was it was real bad. One might say they weren't even special. Oh, they were special, but not yeah. in a good way. No. They were especially bad. Yeah, I think I had anticipated there being a time for the Chiefs to 
kind of gel, you know, kind of kind of come together as a group because there's a lot of new pieces this year. Mm-hmm. But I think I expected more than to be in the defense because of all the young guys on yeah. the defense. Well, just like the way that the seasons have gone in recent years, is you start off the, the offense is on fire and the defense, you know, can't stop anything. Yeah. And this year, it's been like the last two games, it's kind of felt more like our defense has kind of carried the team, and the offense has just, just struggled to move the ball at times. And, you know, that's not abnormal for the defense to be ahead of the offense. Like, defense has come together earlier in the season than the offenses. I think that's actually a league-wide trend. Because defense's schemes are generally a little bit easier, take a little bit less game planning. Yeah, um, maybe. That said, uh, it feels like, to me, the wide receiver group for the Chiefs is taking a long time to get together. Like, for all the talk of the great chemistry they built down in Texas or whatever, yeah. stuff like there are a lot of throws where, like, MVS was not on the right page or, you know, I don't even remember seeing any other Chiefs receivers other than him and, like, a little bit of Juju. Yeah, I remember at least one good Juju play. Um, so, Mahomes, and it's more, like, person-specific in my mind because Mahomes and Kelsey, that, conject, that connection is as strong as it has ever been. Yeah. And that's not concerning to me. Um, but Mahomes and pretty much all of the other wide receivers is concerning. Mm-hmm. I think him and Hardman have surprisingly been on the same page for the most part. But I just felt like MVS, we just haven't really seen much from him. And then I really, I really thought Juju would have been more involved yeah. to date. Uh, he's really not been. So... That's kind of a, a point of emphasis, I think, is getting our wide receiver core going. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have to be all big plays, you know? Like, the the one drive in this game where it felt like our offense was really clicking, it was all small plays. Yeah. I think the group that's underperforming that is surprising to me seems like the offensive line. Yes. And, and not just, I mean, pass pro was not great, and the Colts have a good pass rush, don't get me wrong. But also the run game. Not great. No, real bad. Uh, Clyde had seven carries for zero yards. That's not much. It's a bad, no. aver- it's a bad average. You know what that average is? Average is zero. Zero yards. Yeah. No, it's not good. And that one, honestly, is more surprising and concerning to me. Because we all thought that, you know, last year, it felt like our offensive line way overperformed, especially our young rookies. And we thought that going into this year, having a full year together, that would really step take a step forward and be one of the best lines in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And through two, you know, through three weeks, uh, gosh, it hasn't looked like that. Let me ask you this: Did it feel like last year we were a dominant running team? No, because that feels like about where we're at now. It's like the Chiefs can't really run the ball when they need to, but also can't really pass the ball when we need to. Yeah, that's true. That's true for this game, at least. But I like to me, I have the I have the idea that the receivers and Mahomes are still on the same page. They're figuring out how to, re, you know, I mean, Andy Reid's scheme is notoriously difficult for receivers. So expecting everyone to come in and contribute week one or week two or three, that's a lot. And I think there's reason for that to improve. Yeah. The pass pro and the run, or the uh, yeah the run blocking being poor, that's a head scratcher to me. Yes. Um. Who who is it that's the problem on the offensive line? Is it all of them? Is it just uh, a couple of people? I feel like Orlando Brown got exposed a couple times. He had a rough day. Yeah, he's going up against Yannick Ngakwe, who's one of the better pass rushers in the league. Is he? I know his name. He's so. he's good. I don't know if he's like elite. 
He looked good on Sunday. Yeah, he looked really good on Sunday. Uh, DeForest Buckner is kind of a game wrecker. He's like, he's basically Chris Jones. Oh. Maybe not quite as good in terms of pass rush. He's he's good. Again, I don't I don't think either of those dudes are like you know, all world athletes. I, I I would put DeForest Buckner up there with Chris Jones in terms of like defensive tackles, but not Aaron Donald. Is he even a defensive tackle? Yeah. Buckner? Yeah. Probably was an end or something, but uh well anyways. I mean yeah, it's not like they were it's not like they were losing the no name guys out there. But it still it feel like it ought to be better and it has been better in the past. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And maybe a little bit of it is for certain drives it felt like Mahomes was really holding the ball waiting for something to develop deep. Mm-hmm. It just never really quite did. Yeah. Also, didn't he just like flat out miss MVS for a touchdown in this game? He did. On? It was he had a little, he had guys in his face, but he did miss a deep a deep shot. And it just feels like like you said, it feels like he's occasionally holding on to the ball too long. I don't know if that's his version of trying to be conservative or what, but Mahomes does not seem quite right in the offense, but I think defense is good. Offense is okay. Special teams was horrible. It was that was really the the downfall of um, the Chiefs this game. Catastrophic. Yeah. Um, apocalyptic. So let's. Uh, um, I'm just thinking of the get, adjectives. Get, get just thesaurus out here. Get your um, adjectives. Tragic. Yeah. Yeah. It was tragic. Um, bless his heart. I like him as a prospect. I think he's a good player. But Sky Moore just kind of put the Chiefs squarely behind the eight ball in this game. Yeah. And, no, and, it, and you know... It was a terrible start because of that. We all kind of knew this was a game where there had to be a bunch of dumb stuff go wrong for the Chiefs. Yes. And like as we were watching, the dumb stuff just kept unfolding in like mm-hmm. the perfect sequence. And the first one was a muff punt by Sky Moore, who apparently... Couldn't handle the sun or the roof. Yeah. Well, okay. It's like this. Should Indian he have caught the punt? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Do the Colts have one of the stupidest stadiums in the league? Yes. Both yeah. things are true. Yeah. Either half are dumb or dumb. You know, guys? Make up your minds. It's dumb. I just... Got all these windows of sunlight coming through for no reason. I just feel like there's plenty of people who can do it on a weekly basis. And this guy more could not figure it out. Oh, no. Yeah. It's not an excuse for him. It's just a side anecdote. That to quote, I hate that stadium. To quote Tony Romo, there's been sun in football for a long time. <laughs> that was a very funny question. Yeah. He was having a fun day. Um, so he did it once, muffed it, yeah. Colts recovered, scored a quick touchdown. Yeah. Now, then they left him in there for the second one. They did. How do you feel about that decision? Um, I feel like the first one, it's, it's kind of the fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me, you know? Mm-hmm. The second time, I think it was the right call to leave him in because you want to show confidence in a player. But then he kind of got the yips, and yeah. he missed the other one, and it got down to the one, which basically killed the drive. Yeah, I mean he was he was like visibly hesitant about yeah. catching that second punt. Yeah, to me, it's you gotta you gotta know your players and know like when to pull them, when to leave them mm-hmm. in there. It's like a pitcher in baseball; you gotta know when to like, yeah, I'm just gonna let him get out of this himself, or when it's like. uh Tonight's not his night. I'm just going to need to pull him right now. I I like the idea of leaving a guy in there, letting him kind of make up for his mistake or, you know, get it over it or whatever. But, yeah, I just felt like he was not in the right headspace going out there for that second punt. And pretty much every punt from then on felt yeah. scary. And, and the third one, I believe he, he filled it cleanly. Yes. So, you know, hopefully he's getting past whatever's going on with him. But, I mean, man, the, it's, it's, not, it's not like... 
Sky Moore is so much better than McCole Hardman that's worth they've been in there for the chance of him fumbling. Yeah, exactly. And the the second punt, the one that wasn't muffed but put him on like the one yard line. I mean, that kind of killed a drive. You know, it yeah. was it was an offense just completely lost a drive there, and then it killed the second drive. So it was like. It was like oh, the the half was almost over before we even had a real drive of football. Yeah, it just offense. it threw everything out of rhythm. Yeah, really badly. So, gosh, that was catastrophic. And I just I keep thinking of all the little things that went wrong in this game mm-hmm. that conspired to make us lose. Mm-hmm. Um, like Kelsey had a pass like in the end zone, like hidden in the hands that could have ended the game. Well, that one really did look like it was the sun. Yeah, I mean, that that, no, that shot one, looked very much did. like it's kind of like the Cowboy Stadium where the, the sun just shines directly into your eyes at about two yeah. o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, and just like I hate that, I hate that stadium. Yeah. It's a stupid stadium. Get your act um, together, Minneapolis. Uh, the kicking game, literally hit or miss, mostly miss. Yeah. Now this one, Butker's injured. There's nothing you can do about that. Although, hey, Arizona Cardinals, get your crap together. Get a good field, or Kicker wouldn't be hurt right now. Yeah. Um, so Brecker is out. Um, it sucks. Um, this, this was the, this was a team that you should have been up enough to where the kicking game didn't matter. That's true. But we were having an off day, so it mattered a lot, and it ended up biting us in the butt. And I know we got that one two-point conversion that we probably would not have gone for otherwise, but you missed the extra point, you missed the field goal right in the It was a very quarter. easy field goal, too, right? And yeah, it was, a, it was a chip shot. I mean, yeah. it was basically... Two extra points that he missed. Yeah. Cost us four points. You know, that would have won us the game right there. And that guy's already been jettisoned. Right? He's gone. I think so. Yeah, no, they cut him. Okay. Well, yeah. Sorry, it's uh, nothing personal, Lamanola, whatever your name was. Mad at it. No. Ain't going to be here anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, we need a new kicker. Um, Do we just let Justin Reed do it at this point? Uh, My point is it would at least be fun. Yes, that's true. It would be fun, kind of zany. Yeah. Uh, or you know what? Just go for it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like a high school football program where the coach was like, you know what? We're never going to punt, ever. That's the joke. He's like, oh, we cut the punter. Ha, ha, ha. We all go for it on fourth down. Well, now you do. Because mm-hmm. we had no kicker. Honestly, it might be a better choice. And, and also, I think Justin Reed could have done as well as Matt What's-His-Face yesterday. Yeah. I mean, he made one out of like three or four, so. Yeah. Uh, and then we had a very ill-advised fake field goal. Yeah, fake, uh, fake field goals on fourth and two. Yes, I can get behind fake field goals yes. on fourth and ten. That's a yeah. stretch. Now this this one is such a typical thing where like if something like that works out, Dave Tobe looks like a genius. If it doesn't work out, you look like an idiot. We all know how it goes there. Um. This one, I don't hate the idea of going for it there because they're not expecting it. And whenever you have something like that, it's not like, oh, we kind of like to kick it or we kind of like to get this first down. Why don't we use this? Why don't we just attempt you know, a pass here? It's to have something specific schematically that they're looking for before they do something like that. Um, some kind of tendency that they picked up that they thought they'd exploit obviously didn't work out this time. Uh, I don't hate it, though. I mean, I kind of view it the same as going for a fourth down. If you think you can do it, go for it. Fourth and ten. Like, I don't know if... I think it was a fourth and fourteen. I don't know if if, uh, Townsend can throw it that far. Yeah. Yeah, the the guy wasn't fooled. 
Um, also, I don't know if I've seen Townsend do a fake field goal before. I've seen him do fake punts. But with this one, he was required to like roll out and try to get his feet set. It was bad. I feel like he has hit those before. He's hit some punts before. He's not done a fake field goal. Fake punts. Yeah. yeah. Different different animal. Um, yeah, maybe so. So yeah, was that, the, was that all the special teams atrocities? Uh, I feel like they had some pretty good returns, too. I don't know if you want to count those. But yeah. And our returns were just a, bad. Just a bad day at the office for old Uncle Dave. Yeah. Um, it was rough. Special teams, it's like, to me, you just need it to be okay. Yeah. It doesn't need to be good. It needs to be okay. Well, and really... It was real bad. What, what annoys me was this is a team that was bad enough that the game should not have been close enough for special teams to matter. Yeah. So I, to me, like, special teams, but all that stuff's going to get fixed. Buckner's going to come back. Skyward's not going to muff the punt all the time. All that stuff is going to be fixed. I'm not worried about that at all. It was annoying. It shouldn't have happened, but mm-hmm. it'll get fixed. Yeah. To me, the struggle that the offense had throughout the game, that's much more concerning to me. Yeah. I mean, Definitely. we got three points in the second half. Definitely. Three points. Uh, do you think that Andy Reid... Kind of kept the kid gloves on this game. A little bit. Like, didn't really break out well, the real plays. I don't know. Maybe that's not fair to say because there was at least one, like, straight up trick play that we had. That's true. With, like, a we had flea a, flicker. Yeah, pitch back to Mahomes. There was that. And then we pulled out several kind of unique, almost trick plays on the goal line. Yeah, but they didn't work very well. No, they didn't work very well. But we tried them. So. I don't. I don't know if this was like okay. Let's just keep it vanilla because it's the Colts. I don't yeah. think. I don't think coaches really think that way. I think like the uh, parity in the NFL is so crazy. I think we've seen tendencies for Andy Reid to not get too deep into his bag in like September. Maybe. Maybe. I don't think that's why we lost. But um, no, I, I think you're right. The offensive tendencies are concerning to me, especially the wide receivers not really being able to beat whatever zone is being presented to us. And the running game... Now, it felt like the offensive line just was not there to play. Honestly, that's that's what it felt like to me. And, and you know, this is part of having a very young team. Guys like Creed Humphrey and Trey Smith are in their second year. Orlando Brown is in, like, his third or fourth year. It's true, but, I, yeah, I was going to say, it wasn't even really those guys that were the problem. Uh, Trey Smith had an incredible block on yeah. I can't remember what it was. I think it was, like, a fourth down situation mm-hmm. where he just, he bulldozed a guy. Um, and then, you know, Creed, he's, he's the best. Yeah. So. I, I Actually, I trust that group to get it together. I do not know if I trust the receivers. There's hope they can get on the same page with Mahomes later in the year. Now, that's something um, that takes a while to develop, too. Yeah. That's not, like, a one-week fix-type situation. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not I'm not in, like, despair mode by any uh, stretch of the imagination, or, you know, I'm not hitting the panic button. It's just, it's not great right now, but I think they will develop to the point where we get towards later, back half of the year in the playoffs. Hopefully, things are looking better by then, and the whole offense is a little more in sync. Yeah. But we'll see. I think I might have the knives out for Clyde. You know, this is so tricky because I feel like there are people out there that have seen his highlight plays and think that this is like Clyde having a great year. And to be fair, there are, there are there have been games where he's had some great plays. You know, better he's flashed more this these three games than I think at any point mm-hmm. as a chief. 
Um, but boy, in the like play to play basis, he just he's not. You got to be special to be a running back in the NFL. That's like you know really worth your salt. Uh, you got to be special to be a franchise back. Yeah, which is a dying breed. That's what I'm saying. You know, a guy that's a little bit more than like you know your Jarek McKinnon, your Derek Williams, Darren Williams. You just pull off the street. Yeah, to be some guy like that that's gonna like stick around, get paid the big bucks. You mm-hmm. have to be special. You gotta mm-hmm. have something. You gotta have really good vision. You gotta have uh, really great speed. You gotta be just an absolute bruiser back. Something that makes you special. Hopefully, a couple of those things. Clyde, yeah. to be honest. Has none of those. Things. Yeah, I think he's a he's a minus in size. Yes, he's a minus in athleticism. He's too small. He does not have breakaway speed. He has breakaway like slowness. Like people break up to him. He's got a. I think he's got minus vision. I don't think his vision is good. His vision's bad. Yeah, like reading blocks. Yeah. No, not there. There was. Did you see that on the Twitter after the game? The the plays where Mahomes was like literally pointing out the hole to Clyde as he handed mm-hmm. it off. Like, hey, go here, buddy. Here's here's how I like the test I would apply to Clyde. It's the office space test. And it's like Clyde Edward Delaire, what is it you'd say you do here? Mm-hmm. Because is it running between the tackles? No, I think Pacheco is better at that. Is it pass blocking? I think Pacheco and McKinnon are better at that. Is it pass catching? No, I think McKinnon's better at that. Yeah. So what's What's Clyde bringing to the table here that exactly. we can't get from other two backs? Exactly. And I know a lot of this is kind of our bias that we're bringing to the table based on the fact that he's a first-round pick. Uh, no, I don't. I really don't think so. I think that used to be the case. Well, now, now I'm just looking at this and saying, is he better than these other guys? Yeah, let, let me rephrase that. Uh, not, maybe not necessarily bias, but our expectation is far greater for him than just some guy you pull off the streets, you know? Yeah. My expectation for him was far greater than I had for, you know, Daryl Williams in years past. Because he was a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. Whenever you make a pick like that, you expect the guy to be special. You expect him to be like uh, Jonathan Taylor or, you know, DeAndre Swift. All those yeah. other guys we could have had. But... Oh, well. Um, so, yeah. I, I don't know. He, he's flashed a few times. That's nice. I just don't think on a play-to-play basis he's, like... A good enough running back to pay, and honestly, it'd be kind of nice to have an upgrade there. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, we're not going to fire him in week four, but just just know that, like, I'm. I think I'm trying to phrase this. I don't view him as a better back than any of our other backs, right? Yeah. Now. My my thing is, we've got to. This sounds archaic, but it's true now. You've got to have the threat of running to be able to pass in today's NFL. Well, that's kind of always been true. I know. Yeah, but I think with these, with these, like drop eight, not eight, you know, like like cover two, yeah. drop a bunch of guys into coverage, two high shell. Yeah, if you can't coverage. make them fear the run, yes. you're gonna have a very hard time moving the ball. Yeah, I don't think Clyde makes them fear the run. No, I think they can handle him with their front four and linebacker or two. And there's there's been games where I felt like the pass blocking or excuse me the run blocking has been really good, and he just he he just never able to really exploit it. Um, so anyways, I don't mean to like stick all of the offensive woes or even all of the rushing game woes on Clyde because it's not like our other running backs were really fantastic this game either. Um, yeah, but it's just one of those things that, like 
kind of a point of frustration, I guess. He's on notice. That's the way I'll put it. Yeah. Clyde's on notice. There's there's no way we're picking up his fifth-year option. But I just... I, I feel like, we like you said, we need to find something different at the running back's position. I, I really like McKinnon. Mm-hmm. Um, for what we're paying him, I think he's tremendous value. I think he's a great pass blocker. Yeah. Um, and I really like Pacheco between the tackles. I think he's a, a hard-nosed dude. Now, he didn't really get it done on uh, Sunday either. I don't know how many opportunities he really had. Um, but yeah, I kind of feel like both of those guys have a little bit more upside than Clyde does. I actually feel like Pacheco has got the potential to be a feature back. Yeah, we'll maybe, see. maybe so. Um, okay, so all that considered, on like a scale of 1 to 10, what's your panic level of Chiefs right now? Uh, okay, there's kind of two ways of looking at this. One is we're sitting, going into week four, we're two and one, we're on the top of our division, or tied for it or whatever. So it's not like I'm really that concerned. And honestly, like, if I looked at those first three games and said you're two and one out of those, I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. I'll take that. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, we just lost the freaking Colts. The Colts suck. They're, they've been bad, and they you know are bad. They have a ton of guys that are injured. Um, they didn't have like their best defensive player out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shaq Leonard, I think, is what he's going by now. Um, they, they didn't even have him. I mean, Matt Ryan, he's he's an old dude. He's a statue back there. Um, this is the team that you should have put away easily, and we got beat by it. So that's concerning to me. Yeah. You know, okay, you remind me of something here real quickly. I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna harp on this, and I'm gonna get to my panic index. But when the like we we've determined that the success as a defense in the NFL is being able to provide pressure with four guys, right? Uh, it's a very very important aspect. Yeah. Yes. I I don't think the Chiefs can bring pressure with four guys right now. Like unless yeah. Chris Jones goes into like God mode. Yeah. Like uh, Frank Clark had a sack. He did, but he also got run around a lot. He's still Frank Clark. If you get fourth quarter Frank. Or uh, Chris Jones, yeah, you can do it. But right now, no, it's it's not it's not great. We're also seeing like just a whole lot of like uh, Spagnolo almost blitzes, where a bunch of guys almost get to the quarterback but don't. And that that's true. Now I, I will fight back a little bit on that one because we we utilized a lot of corner blitzes, uh, even a couple of linebacker blitzes, which he doesn't use it that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. And some of them worked out really well. That's that's true. So I'm I mean in terms of like who I'm. Blaming for this game, Spagnuolo, he's about as far on the side of not blaming him as anybody else. So. Yeah, and, and it's hard, like you said, it's hard to blame the defense too much for this game. No, it's, it's hard to blame them at all. You kept the um, team to 20 points, you should win that so game. So my, my thoughts, sitting at 2-1, having lost to the Colts, I'm like on a 3 on the panic index. What's a 5? What's a 5? Yeah. A 5 is like, we might not win the division. What's a 10? The 10 is Patrick Mahomes has, like, a career in the injury. Oh, what? Okay. You asked. All right. Okay. okay. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm at, uh, yeah, about a three. Yeah. And the reason I'm not scared, um, so the Chiefs are still tied for the lead in the division. Yes. And what's more is that we have the tiebreaker with the Chargers. Yeah. So if we finish the same record as the Chargers, like, you know, at the season end of the day, Stupid argument. We would have the tiebreaker over the Chargers. Uh, I am not worried at all about the Broncos because the Broncos are basically 0 3. They look really bad. Yeah. I, I know like a lot of hype was made over the offseason of the AFC West being like the best division in football. No. 
through three weeks, I would say it's hard to say that right now. I think the Raiders and the Broncos are very bad. No, the Raiders are very bad. The Broncos are bad. Chargers are beat up. Chargers, well, yeah. Did you hear what happened today? Yeah, no, they lost their left tackle. He was good. Yeah. For the for the year. Keenan Allen is still injured, right? Uh, that's he's, Keenan Allen. Yeah. Same thing with Joy Bosa. Yes, yep. He's injured. I heard that on Sunday, and I was like, yep, that's about time. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to be cruel to them, but gosh, this, this is what happens to the Chargers. Bosa's are great about half the time. Yeah. They're great when you have them. Also, can we talk about... This is a weird thing, but I noticed that both Bosa brothers are wearing helmets that make them look like uh, like their steam engines or like like their diesel engines and like Starlight Express. Have you seen this? <laughs> I have not. Um, I feel no. like you look at helmets a lot more than I do. No, their helmets make them look really <laughs> weird. Uh, you'll have to point it out to me okay. next time we see them. I'll, I'll find. I'll find it. I'll show you. Um, but yeah, Joey Bosa's hurt. Left tackle's hurt. Keenan Allen's hurt. Uh, Justin Herbert's. Probably still hurt. They just yeah. got demoralized by the Jaguars, which is even worse than demoralized by the Colts. Yeah. Um, um, I guess so, so, so let's just say our main competition for the AFC West is a game behind us and beat up. Yeah. So if you had to give me the choice, this is a weird thing, of mm-hmm. losing to the Colts or the Chargers, I would have picked losing to the Colts. Well, I know it's demoralizing, yeah. but for the division math, it makes more sense. Yeah, in terms of the the record and the tiebreakers, that all makes sense. Um, honestly, I feel more confident about us winning this division now than I did at the start of the year. Um, so yeah, from that side, I'm not too worried. Um, there's a couple other things I want to mention before we get to kind of our around the league side of the NFL. Um, one thing. One thing I want to update us on is how are we doing on the post-Tyreek world? What do we think about that? Because after week one, it was like, oh, it turns out we didn't need him anymore. And after week yeah. three, it turns out, oh, dang, he's doing real good for the Dolphins. Wish he was still doing good for us. Okay. So, I still think... So, he didn't, he didn't do great for the Dolphins yesterday, I don't think. Um, he did okay. I didn't watch the game, so I don't really know. But they've played, like, two... Beat up secondaries between the Ravens and the Bills. I'm still not buying two of being a great quarterback. Well, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there, Andrew. Um, so I, to me, whether the like the Chiefs' success and Tyreek's success are on different tracks. Well, yeah, they're on different teams. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's not like oh, if Tyreek does really well with the Dolphins, that means the Chiefs would have done really well with him. I think. Oh, I see. Tyreek's, yeah. Tyreek's value for the Chiefs was diminished. I think they made the right call in trading it for they could. That said. Um, I think I've described at different points the Chiefs' strategy is to have like three or four wide receiver twos rather than a wide receiver one. Yes. Well, it felt like this game we were back to having like two or three or four wide receiver fours. Yes. Guys who just really couldn't do it. That Yeah, that's exactly what it felt like. Yeah. Um, This felt like a game where you definitely could have used Tyreek. Yeah. Especially, I think, honestly, that's where you really start to miss him, is so many of Mahomes' special plays over the years have been with Tyreek. Mm-hmm. And I really think when are these, like, end-of-game situations, that's where you're really going to miss him, is that like, he was always that guy that you would go to for a spectacular play, and we don't have him right now. No. So these close games, I think more of them are going to go against us than they have in the past because of that specifically. Which means we've got to get used to not relying on close games. Yes. We need to stop piddle farting around. I yeah. think is the right way to put it. Yeah. Um. Anything else before 
Okay, uh, one last segment before we switch to the NFL at large. Um, let's, I think it's time to bring back one of our most popular segments. Uh, we forgot to do it. Oh, I guess we didn't do a podcast for the first two games. No. Which we apologize, listeners. We'll try to be better about that. It's, that's a playing ball you for know. us. Yeah, that's true. You know what? First playing ball, giving it to the man in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Be, be the change you want to see in the world. Exactly. Yeah. I would like to see more podcasts. I need to make more podcasts. Or listen to Hear more podcasts. Yeah. Probably. Anyways. Um, so, yeah. That was a roundabout way of saying blame balls. Hand them out. Yeah. Got a whole sack full right here. Would you like to go first or shall I? Uh, okay. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to speak from the heart here. I'm going to talk about this. Go on. Um, you know, I'm gonna, this is maybe a bit controversial. I'm going to give my blame ball to MBS because I felt like there were times whenever I saw number 11 and I was like, come on, D-Rob, get your stuff together. I thought he just kind of had a miscommunicated day for the Chiefs. Hmm. All right. Yeah. That, and, uh, and Mark Valdez-Scantling. Guess you're one of the few people giving him balls. Um, I want to give my blame ball to the field, Lucas Oil Stadium, and in Indianapolis, and the Sun for conspiring against us in this game. Yeah. Uh, it's a stupid stadium. I don't like it. I don't like the red brick. That's for baseball stadiums. Um, you shouldn't have sunlight in an indoor stadium. It's weird. Well, it's confusing. The funniest thing for me. Make up your mind. It's not hard to know where the sun's going to shine in the afternoon in the fall. Mm-hmm. You know? It's not like, oh, crap, we built this stadium and completely forgot how the sun shines. Yes. You shouldn't know. It's like the Cowboys. You should not be having party stadium face west where the sun can shine right into your offensive eyes, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just, it's bad to look at as a, a viewer, even... You know, that's aside, as a viewer, it's it's weird whenever like half your field that you're looking at is shaded and the other half isn't. It's, it's like ugly. it's like the mall skylight yeah. of, of stadiums. Yeah. Yeah. Don't like it. Yeah. So yeah, you're getting a blame ball. Yeah. Um uh, I'll give a blame ball to Orlando Brown for generally he, he got noticed a lot. I yes. I noticed him a lot, which is not, not a good. not a good thing. No. One time he just fell his butt down. Yes. That was just like like terrible, a big old like a big old tree falling over. A little bit funny, and also it wasn't like he tripped over anything. He literally just like his body went backward and his yeah. feet didn't follow. He just just straight backwards. Yeah, that was bad. If you're gonna bet on yourself, you can't have those kind of games. No, no, no. Um, all right, I'm sticking with the fields. I'm gonna give one to the the field of the. Uh, Arizona Cardinals. I don't know the name of that stadium, mm-hmm. but I'm giving a blame ball to them for oh. injuring our kicker. This is a retroactive one. Um, yeah, it's kind of reaching back a few weeks, okay. but you know, it's 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 that field's fault that we don't have a kicker right now. Yeah. So yeah, one for them. Um, I'm going to give one. I'm gonna, it's to the, it's to the ref who called the the mean tweets foul on Chris Jones. Hashtag mean tweets. Yeah. Because I literally cannot imagine what Chris Jones would have said no. to get a, to get a flag there. No. I mean, it had to have been real, real offensive. I mean, like, even if he said, like, word to your mother or something, I just, I, if he said the F-bomb, I, I can't imagine there's a racial slur that he would level up Matt Ryan that would have 
<laughs> that would have deserved a flag. You know? I, just, yeah, I don't I mean, know what he said. I don't know what you could have possibly said to a white guy that was offensive enough to have warranted a flag in that situation. No. Where you're literally saying, here, have another chance at winning the game. Because and, and, he, he sacked him on fourth down. It was a loss of nine. That yeah. would have been like fourth and, I don't know, 15 or 20 or something. And the game would have been over. Yeah. It's it just, would have been over, Andrew. Plus, with like the ref. Okay, I know it's 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 Bush League playing out the refs. So I'm gonna do it for a minute. Wait, this this is we're Bush League, so go ahead. You've got to keep in mind the context. Yeah, read like, the room, like, dude. Read the room. Like, do you really think it's worth the flipping the game because Chris Jones called Matt Ryan a cottonhead Union Muggins? Yes. No. Is that is that really worth it? Like, no. Or do you just keep it in your pocket? No. It was stupid. The fight should not have been thrown there. Um, now, all that being said, Christian needs to be a little bit smarter in that situation. And he, yes. he owned up to that he did. right after the game. So I think he'll be smarter about it in the future. Um, it shouldn't have happened, but again, yeah. no excuses. Yeah. Okay. Any other blame balls you got? Um, gosh, I'm just trying to think of all the different things that went wrong. I guess I'll mix it up a little bit and give it to one that's not a person. What? I'll give it to uh, the ex-kicker of the Chiefs that missed all those field goals. Um, Harrison, Buck- Harrison Butker, uh, get better soon. We miss you. I'll say that. Wait, did you just say that the Chiefs kicker wasn't a person? No, uh, oh, sorry. I missed it up. Uh, I wanted to mix it up by giving it to oh. an actual person as opposed to a field. Okay. Yeah, so that was my first one. Okay. That was my first, like, you know, person. Yeah, he got cut by the Chiefs. He's not a person anymore. I mean, not my um, <laughs> I'm going to give a blame ball to Sky Moore, and oh no, he muffed it. Oh, crap. No, oh, he muffed it. it. Sky, well, Sky Moore. Maybe he'll catch it next week. Hey, maybe, maybe, maybe Sky less. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. funny. Um,. You at least gotta get a touchdown or something after doing that, you know? Yeah. Okay. I do have one game ball. Yeah. And I know it's it's tough to give a game ball when your team loses in, in such idiotic fashion. Mm-hmm. But uh, Nick Bolton. Oh man. That guy played his heart out. He is. Did you see that one where uh, the guy Jonathan Taylor was mm-hmm. running for the fourth down? He gets the ball. He jumps up. He goes airborne, and Nick Bolton. Catches him mid-air and says, not today, sir, and pushes him Just right pushes back. him. Yeah. Right back where not you came from. Not on my watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nate Bolton played great. He's good. He is good. And Legereus need too. He had a really good game. Yeah. That dude. Uh, he had some sacks. He had some pass breakups. He's feisty. He's a feisty yeah. guy. Good tackler. Um, You know what? I want to give one to Steve Spagnuolo because the defense played well today. Yeah. The, the first touchdown they gave up. They had almost no shot at it. It was that muff punt they get on the fourth, you know, five yards from the goal line. What are you supposed to do? Uh, the second one they gave up, really the only true, honest to goodness, touchdown they gave up all day was that one at the very end where the Colts, you know, had we had them stopped. And then Chris Jones got that penalty. Mm-hmm. So on the whole, that was a winning effort by them and one of the you know, bright spots of the season so far is the defense looks good, and that's with several key guys out right now. So that at least is encouraging. Yeah. 
it's so nice, too, to not be talking about how bad the Chiefs' defense is at the start of the year. Because, man, I was getting tired of doing that. Yeah, but also it's because the offense and the special teams are not great. It's all relative. Oh, well, okay, no, it's not It's not just because of that. The defense has played legitimately good for three weeks. You're right. That's right. I mean, just think back where we were, like, last year, the year before that, at the start of the year, where they're just getting run all over, and Dan Sorensen's making a fool of himself out there. Whew, okay, I haven't thought about that guy for a while. Yeah. You're right. You gotta bring back those memories. Yeah. Yeah, so you appreciate this defense. Okay, any more on the Chiefs? Chiefs games, Chiefs season, playing balls, game balls. Uh, I think I'm good for now. Okay. Time for around the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you already kind of did the around the division. Yeah. I just wanted to say that I agree with you that I really viewed the AFC West now as kind of a two-horse race between the Chiefs and the Chargers. I think the Raiders, well, for one, they're 0-3. I don't think they were going to be very good to begin with. The Broncos, they are 2-1. and They've looked real bad, though, including their offense. Yeah. I think their coach um, is dumb. He might, he I, might be, I think he's a bit of a dum-dum. As, as I like to say about James Winston, he might be an actual stupid person. Yeah. No, he, he, I think he might be. Yeah. Um, so that's fine. <laughs> uh, also, Russell, Russell Wilson does not look good. Russell Wilson is being outed as a weirdo. Yeah. Like, no, it's, been, it's been a rough year for I him. I feel like we kind of put up with it after he won the Super Bowl with the, with the Seahawks, but now that he's on his own team and like, like very much forced his way onto his own team and just like get his own big contract. Yeah, it's kind of coming out how much of a kind of weirdo he is. He's one of those guys you just want to like grab him, and just be like stop, just be normal for a bit. I tell stop you what, trying so hard to make people like you, and no, then maybe they will. He is a tryhard. Yeah, he's definitely a tryhard. He is everything that he's trying to do. Mahomes is by nature. Yeah, like effortlessly cool, relatable, likable, a leader. Yeah, not weird. Yeah, like like <laughs> Russell Wilson is trying so hard to be Pat Mahomes. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's fantastic. We love it. Yeah. Um, so the Broncos, and you never really know. They're kind of the same thing with us, where maybe their offense will come together later on in the year. So I'm not like completely writing them off, but yeah, I definitely view it as the Chiefs or the Chargers. And so far, through three games, the Chiefs have the better of it. And we're not as injured as the Chargers are. Yeah, we're actually, honestly, for the most part, pretty healthy. So that's good. I've got very little doubt the Chiefs will win the AFC West. It'd be nice. Very little. It'd be nice. I think the Chargers will chip it up. Yeah. Okay. Um, how do we want to do this? We want to go by division? Yeah. Let's kind of let's kind of revisit our our hot takes from earlier this season. Oh. So, okay. Can I can I start us off? I here? know where you want to go. Yes. So go for it. I am more than ready to take a big old victory lap on my hot take on the Bengals. Oh, uh, excuse me. They just beat the Jets. Uh, the Jets. Okay. That's like the participation trophy. Congratulations on being a part of the NFL. You beat the Jets. Uh, that's everybody's get right week. Um, we're going to watch them get destroyed by the Dolphins on Thursday Night Football. It'll be fun. All these like professionals are now catching up to the point where I was, where it turns out like, oh, your entire offense can't just be... 50-50 balls to Jamar Chase. So, yeah. You know what, Andrew? It feels good to be right. Yeah, I read actually a really interesting article, about the, and I'm not going to attribute because I can't remember who it was, but the Bengals, basically, they can run the ball out of like a tight formation, but they can pass the ball out of a spread formation, but they can't do the opposite. So it's very obvious what they're going to do. Yeah. And they can't really run set up the pass. So basically, 
they're they're kind of subject to the same cover two roof defense that everyone else is now. Mm-hmm. And they have no way to counter it. Which, as a quick little aside, yeah. before I discuss that, I heard someone talking about the Chiefs did that to the Chargers and really messed with them, and that makes me very happy deep inside. Yeah. Brandon Staley is the one that started all that nonsense, making the NFL way less fun. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, a little taste of their own medicine. Mm-hmm. It's out. Turns out it tastes uh, pretty bad. Yeah. Bad ass. Um, but anyways, you were talking about the Bengals. Bengals, yeah. Yes. Uh, so they have like the most telegraphed offense in the NFL, where basically you have to ask yourself, are they under center? Mm-hmm. The answer is yes, they're going to run the ball. The answer is no, they're going to pass the ball. And that's pretty much it. Easier to shut down. Uh, within that division, there's also the Ravens. Yeah. Oh, my hot take on the Ravens is looking really good, too. What was the hot take? That they would win the division. Well, that looks very good, yes. Yeah. Um, God, I've really got my, my finger on the pulse Here's a question, a question for you. Mm-hmm. And I've not watched any Ravens games this year. Has Lamar Jackson figured out how to pass? Uh, I mean, it's that classic thing where, like, when he's good, it looks real good, and when it's bad, he looks real bad. Yeah. So right now, he's flying high. Um, now, they did also lose to the Dolphins. They did, but who the Dolphins might actually be pretty good. Might I don't be, know. Might this, be. Is, this is a weird part of the season. Yeah. In years past, I've said that the first week is Mirage Week, and I think that with the reluctance to you know, have your starters play in preseason, I think all of September is basically Mirage Month. Where mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not really gonna take anything too seriously until October, except for the Bengals sucking. Um, so that's where I am right now. So basically, if uh, if your hot take is not right, then it's Mirage Month. If your hot take is right, then it's right immediately. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Correct. Okay. That's thank, great. thank you for spelling that out for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Browns. Browns is the Browns. Uh, the Browns are a weird team to talk about right now because yeah. they have a quarterback that's going to come back and hasn't played football in like two years. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't really think about the Browns. Like, in my mind, they're just disqualified from everything. I mean, I, I'm going to have to root against them. Yeah. And I feel almost a little bit bad because there's... If you're a player on the Browns, you had no choice in that matter, you know? You're just kind of stuck with it. Yeah, but at some point, someone put a contract in front of you that said, you like to play for the Cleveland Browns, and you signed it. Okay, well, yes, but I mean... So you you signed the waiver. Almost all of those guys that happened before they knew about Deshaun. So you know, I I don't know. It's nothing personal, but yeah, I'm rooting for the the Browns to be bad. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. Uh, the Steelers, the Steelers, for one, they need JJ Watt or TJ Watt back. Oh yeah, they He's so good. Probably also use JJ Watt, but yeah, they need some both. Um, they need to go ahead and. Go ahead and pull that wrapper off of Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Now, as someone who is a big fan of meme quarterbacks that aren't that good, yeah. uh, Mitch Trubisky, I, I think I've actually seen enough of him. He He's not even really, like, entertaining bad. He's just kind of boring bad. Mm-hmm. So let's get let's get Kenny Pickett in there. Um, Pickett to, pick to uh, what's that? What they get the receiver? Pickett to Pickens? A Pickett to Pickens? Yeah. Pick a pick to Pickens. Well, uh, Pickens had like his, an Odell catch last week. Oh yeah, that was incredible. Yeah, that was better than the Odell catch. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I feel like if they had a good quarterback, they'd be a good team, but they don't right now. Uh, it's not like immediate because their offensive line is still real bad. Yeah. Um. So this could be the year where they finally finish under five hundred. I don't really think they'll make the playoffs. 
That one feels like the like the Bengals are or sorry, the, the Ravens are running away with it. Yeah. Bengals are gonna be home in January, feels like. Who knows? But you know, we've only got what we've seen so far. Yep. Um let's go to the AFC East really quickly, because that was yes. interesting to me. Uh so the Dolphins. The last undefeated team in the AFC. The, the Miami Dolphins, just as we all predicted. Much like the 1972 Dolphins, they are undefeated so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like there are two things, and I, did, I can't believe both of them are true. Okay? Go ahead. I can't really believe that the Dolphins are good, and that the Ravens and the Bills are bad. Or worse than the Dolphins. I can't really bring myself to believe that the Bills and the Ravens are worse than the Dolphins. Even though those are the last two weeks of football have told me. Yes. Uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Not The, the better team does not always win, as we you know, yes. bear witness to last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think the Dolphins, they're, they're good. Like, I don't know what else to say. I mean... I know it's it's kind of mirage month right now, but through three weeks they've they looked like a team that belongs in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean if you're if you're the Dolphins and your first like is you're the Dolphins coach Mike McDaniel, and your first three wins are against Bill Belichick's Patriots, John Harbaugh's Ravens, and Sean McDermott Bills. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. I would I would feel completely different if it had been like three powder puffs. Yeah. Which the Patriots and yeah, yeah. The, the Patriots ain't the Patriots not anymore. Great. Yeah. Not your granddad's Patriots. Um But yeah, I don't, it's impressive. I think the I, Dolphins uh, are gonna be good. I'm led to believe that Tua is not as good as his stat lines have suggested. If yeah. you actually watch the games. Yeah, that's probably accurate. Um, I don't want to go too far down that road because I, I've always hated the argument that Mahomes is always only good because of his offensive weapons, but what does it help? I'm not saying the weapons so much like as if you if you actually watch the game you would see two of was not actually playing that well. Mm, it's just okay. that sometimes he had some great deep balls late in the games. Yeah. Which, you know, you don't have to win pretty. Yeah, You're winning. That's true. Uh that was a that was a weird game with the Bills Dolphins. The the Bills definitely played very poorly. Yeah. Um a lot of weird stuff happened. Uh, the if you look at the stats of that game, it was so weird. The time of time of possession, the total offensive yardage, uh, was all heavily skewed towards the Bills. Did they just have a ton of turnovers? I think they did have some weird turnovers. Uh, some just uh, Allen missed a guy in the end zone right at the end of the game. Just kind of dirted the pass. Weird. It was a bunch of weird stuff. I don't think the Dolphins are better than the Bills, um, but I guess they were on Sunday. So, I think the Dolphins, I think they will be in the mix for the playoff picture. Maybe as the reigning AFC East champions, the Bills are now fated to occasionally go to Miami and have head-scratching losses. Oh, yeah, that's what you're saying. Kind of usurped that from the Patriots. Yeah. Interesting. It's kind of a heavy as the head that wears the crown. Interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, the Jets. The Jets is the Jets. Do we... Uh, no, we, we Jet, talked about Jets. Yeah. Jets are Jets. Yeah. They had one fun week. Um, I'm happy for the Jets fans. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Let's talk about the AFC South. Oh, wait, we forgot one. No, we didn't. The Patriots. No, I want to talk about the Patriots. Alright, Guess what, Patriots? You're not special anymore. That's true. You're you're a painfully average team that doesn't look like it's going to get any better. 
Do you know who's going to be a starting quarterback for the Patriots next week? Who? Brian Hoyer. What? Really? Wasn't he like the backup for Tom Brady like two decades ago? I would have more have expected him to be a head coach right now than a quarterback. <laughs> like him, him and Kevin O'Connell are the same person in my mind. Mm-hmm. And Kevin O'Connell is coaching the Vikings now. Yeah. Now that, that team, they're just kind of, they're a bit talentful, honestly. And the coaching has not been good. Been pretty bad for on offense. So, well, I think yeah. the Patriots are finally starting because, like last year, they got a little bit frisky for a while. People, they, they had that one dumb game against the Bills that they won. Yeah. Patriots like, ooh, maybe we're going to do it again. And I'm glad they're all. I think they're finally starting to realize that ooh, we're not really special anymore. Yeah, we're just a average to bad team. Yeah, I think you're getting some like early Belichick teams where it's like pretty canny defense, uh, but. You're going to go as far as your game manager quarterback can take you. Yeah. Which is not very far. Okay, one last thing before we go, or before we leave this division. Mm-hmm. If Belichick doesn't win a Super Bowl without Brady, do we kind of view like his whole legacy a bit differently? Uh, I, I personally just, I just do not. That's a legacy question. But. I, I won't hear it personally because like there are at least two of those Super Bowls that were won, won almost entirely on the back of the defense. For Brady was really Brady. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Now, wouldn't they have won five or twelve or whatever it is they won? No, that was that was a combination. Probably mostly Brady, but yeah, I think Belichick had his had a heavy hand in those first couple. Okay, I, I'm not going to push back on that. Um, AFC South. Yeah, which is uh, you know they uh they swept the AFC West three for three, kinda yeah on Sunday. No, not kinda three to three. Okay, so the Colts game, that was stupid. Yep. And all green. Colts are bad. But the Jags killed the Chargers. That was the most surprising result of the entire week to me. Well, they like 38 to 10. More surprising, 10. more surprising than the Chiefs losing to the Colts. Yeah, honestly, it was. Um, like, we lost to a bad AFC South team. Yeah. The Chargers got killed by one, blown out. It's kind of like, okay, let's, 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 let's play a hypothetical here. Okay. If Mahomes was limited because of an injury, I still have a hard time believing they would not score more than 10 points. Yeah, well, I mean, look at the Colts game from yeah. two years ago. Yeah. Um, so what? I, mean, I, I haven't watched the game. I don't know anything about it. But I feel like something had to have gone wrong offensively for the Chargers to only score 10 points. Yeah, I didn't get eyes on this game. I haven't looked at the stat line any. I really don't even know what happened, except that maybe the Jags are kind of good. I don't know. I feel like we're saying a lot of stuff that's going to sound real stupid here in a couple months. Yeah. Um, some mirage month I mean, here. the AFC South is just a, kind of a maelstrom of weirdness. You it's, can get, you get caught a, up in it. It's a morass, I yeah. think is the correct term for it. Yeah. Um, it is always Thursday night in the AFC South. That's <laughs> <laughs> so the I would put it. So uh, there's, there's some weirdness bound to happen. Um, but I mean, I think we can at least say Trevor Lawrence looks good. He had a good game. Yeah. Uh, I was I was telling you this earlier, but I feel like the Jags need to fire Urban Meyer again after seeing what this year's team looks like. Yeah. Because, holy smokes, was he bad. Yeah. And Doug Peterson. Uh, looks yeah. pretty good right now. Yeah. I'm I'm happy for him. Uh, the Titans. I got I got some takes on the Titans. All right. Are you let's, ready? Let's, let's, let's fire them off. Um, I think Vrabel's a really good coach. Yeah, I think that's fair. I don't think that's the best roster. I think they really miss A.J. Brown. Yeah. I still think 
they're going to end up winning the division. Because they just, they kind of do this, like the real bad the first month or so, and then they kind of figure some stuff out, and then they go on a roll, and then Derrick Henry gets going. Ah, uh, okay. I'm not sure teams are as afraid of Derrick Henry as they used to be. Okay. Why Why do you think that is? I think they've kind of figured him out. What's, how, what's, how do they figure him out? You just have a stacked box. Oh. And since they don't have A.J. Brown well, on the field anymore, they yeah. can't thread with the play action as much. And Tannehill, for whatever reasons, is not as good as he was that magical season three or four years ago. Yeah. Um, I just I just feel like the, the Titans formula is flawed now. I think that's a fair point. Those They had a very play-action-heavy passing game. Yeah. Um, and with that, it either works or it really doesn't work. And right now it's not working. Um, but I still feel like they're just a team that's going to scrape and claw and fight. And eventually, at the end of the year, they're going to be, you know, right there in the mix for that division title. Yeah. All right. Um, NFC. Yeah, we're going to do this rapid fire because we're we're well over an hour now. Oh, all right. Real quick. Da, 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 da. Let's just go division by division. NFC South. Who's good? Who's bad? NFC South. Who's good? Uh Rams? Question mark. NFC South. Oh, South. Well, yeah. good, good thing I put a question mark on it. Yeah. Uh, none of these teams are very good right now. To me, now. it still feels like Bucks by default. The Bucks defense is really good, yeah. and I'm really not looking forward to playing them next week. No, that's gonna suck. I'm gonna hate you, that game. Do you know we're favored against the Bucks for some reason? We should not be. No, I don't think so. Now the Bucks offense is injured from you know here to ten buck two and back, mm-hmm. so maybe we'll be okay then. But we have a young defense versus Tom Brady that concerned me. We have a struggling offense versus the Bucks defense. That's very concerning to yeah. me. Our kicking game is still a big question mark. I, I, I'm not feeling good about next week. Okay, I'm we, feeling bad. We talked about this at the start of the season, though. When you build a roster around like, aging veterans chasing a ring, yeah, regression and injuries are your doom, right? Yeah. yeah. I feel like those are both hitting the Bucks right now. Yeah. I still fair. think they're talented enough to beat the rest of the division. Uh, Panthers, bad. Well, yeah, I mean Saints, bad. Yeah, my my Bo Jameis, he's uh he's a couple couple rough weeks here. Yeah, um, I'm gonna blame it on his four spinal injuries. Yeah, most quarterbacks would not be playing after one spinal injury, but Jameis is still in there. He's still playing. Yeah. Um, probably shouldn't it's, be. It's just it's pain for everyone involved. Yeah, it, it's just pain. It's just pain everywhere. Um, it's pain. So yeah, that that one's not looking great. Falcons are fun. But bad. Yes. Falcons are a classic frisky team. Yeah. They're going to uh, make games interesting, but they're not going to win them. All right, because you tried to take us there. NFC East. Sorry, NFC West. NFC West. Yep. Uh, Rams, still a bit hungover. Yep. Uh, Cardinals, bad. Bad. Just bad. Yeah. Too many video games. Uh, they're bad. Uh, Seahawks, bad. Real bad. Yeah, Geno Smith. One uh, fun game with Geno. Geno wrote back, finally. Yeah, he finally wrote back. Turns out, uh, not good. Yeah, I think. Uh, we're, I think do you think we're on Drew Lock watch? I honestly, I don't think so because it's not like no, nobody's going to walk into that quarterback position to make them a good team right now. Yeah. Um. So no, not really. Okay. I think they're just bad. All right. 49ers? Uh, yeah. I think the 49ers might be screwed. Maybe. Um. Because Trey Lance is done. Right. He's done. He's out for the, the season. Which is not their fault, but that sucks. Uh, Jimmy G looked probably worse than any guy I've seen him play since yeah. he got traded. You would, they just need Kittleback. They really need him back. Yeah, I don't think he's played yet. 
Yeah, he's been injured. Uh, he's a very important part of that offense. They need to get him going. This also, I think, I think that I think a division is going to be between the Rams and the 49ers. I think the prognosis I'd give the the Rams is the same I gave the Bucks. They're going to win the the division just by having more talent than everyone else. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to make noise in the playoffs. No. Wait, NFC. Are we talking about the Rams? Yeah. Oh, I I think they'll still be really good. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, all right. I'm sorry. I just. I mean, I, this is how I'm, I feel. I'm not really rooting for them or anything. Yeah. It's not a hot take. I just think they're still a really good roster. So. Yeah. I think they're better than the Bucks for sure. Yeah. Uh, NFC North. Uh, Packers. Still are struggling, kind of you know, similar if not more so than the Chiefs with life without their. Star I think receiver. they're more down bad without Devontae Adams than the Chiefs are without Jerry. I agree. I think our our receiver core minus you know our star player was way better than theirs. Yeah. Um, but they have a way better running game, and their offensive line I think has been playing better. Their defense is pretty good. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think they're still going to win that division. It's not a very good division. Well, that's mostly an indictment of the rest of the division. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Vikings, Kirk Cousins. I, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know. He, he sometimes good, sometimes bad. I feel like Justin Jefferson is like he's starting down the path that will lead him to demanding a release from the Vikings. Yeah. Like he thinks he's really good. It's Stephon Diggs. Yeah. And and then he realizes he's been paired with Kirk Cousins for life. Yeah. I mean, he is. So he it's is kind of really good. like it's it's slowly becoming time to become the Joker. For Jordan Jefferson, mm-hmm. or Justin Jefferson, yeah, I, I can. I'm starting to get to the point where I can, I can see around corners with wide receivers, wide receiver discontent. Yeah, it's coming. So Vikings, uh, first year head coach. Um, I don't think they're going to be terrible. I think they're going to be a you know up or down. No. Uh, bah. Lions, Lions trying real hard, trying real hard, getting very close to winning. Uh, they had another just absolutely soul-crushing loss against the Vikings. Yeah. Um, just so bad. Uh, gosh, I feel really bad for the Vikings fans. I'm kind of rooting for them this year after having watched a lot of hard knocks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they will win some games. I think they will get six or seven wins. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's been kind of rough. Uh, their offense is actually kind of good, though. Their defense is real bad, but their offense is actually pretty good. Uh, the Bears. I feel like the Bears is the Bears this year. They're bad. Yeah. They're 2-1 and one somehow, but... They're the Broncos they're of the NFC North. They're side. even worse. They're much worse. Well, one of those games was like one in a monsoon. Yeah. No. The, the Bears The Bears suck. Um, I think Justin Fields sucks. He does. Um, he's a vegan. I think he's worse than Trey Lance. So I'm basing most of my analysis off of that. Yeah. So I think he kind of sucks. Yeah. Okay. NFC East. Uh, are the Eagles good now? It's all about the Eagles now. I guess I haven't been following that team very much, and I just I thought it was mostly hype, but maybe they are good now. I'm not even totally sure who they've played. I don't think it's been anyone too impressive, but they've been racking up the points. Yeah, playing pretty well. Yeah, uh, and it classic. makes sense. They traded for AJ Brown. They yeah. upgraded their offense. Yeah, I feel like all these teams that like are surprisingly good, like the Eagles, the Dolphins, the Jags, in this sense. All these teams are like, let me just let me see how they're doing in like November, December. We'll check back in. Yeah, this I'm is, not going to get like, too excited. This is the first quarter where like the dominant team is down by two scores. Yeah, like let's let's hold on. Yeah, let's, let's see if this is let's real. Just, let's just see. Yeah, because there's no way all three of those are real. Yeah. Now there, there might be one of them that's real. Now I think we can agree on this. 
The Eagles are going to win the division. Oh, yeah. They're going to be in the playoffs because the rest of that division is garbage. Very bad. Yeah. Uh, the Commanders might try to get the first pick this year. Yeah, they're bad. Um, the Cowboys are both very injured and seriously considering the potential of Cooper Rush beating out Jack Prescott long term. Gosh, they're such a, like a, a sideshow. That's a Jerry Jones, like, uh, fever dream, basically. Like, him slowly slipping into dementia. The Cowboys are such, like, a soap opera about a not very good football team that I just, I don't know. Yeah. I'm tired of them. I don't think they're going to be good this year. Dak's injured. That sucks. See you next year. Now, the Giants. They're, oh, yeah. they're looking a little frisky. Brian Dayball, I think he's had a good start. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're talented enough to, like, make a play for the division or get the playoffs, but, I don't know, we'll see. Yeah. So that pretty much wraps it up, right? I guess all the divisions. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how much time do we have? We're, we're way past time. Okay. Alright, I'll save it for another time. Alright. Just put it in that, uh, put it in the takes refrigerator. Yeah. I guess last thing before we go, uh, what do you, what do you think that, what do you think of the outcome of the Bucks game? I think the Chiefs rally beat the Bucks by two scores. Okay. Um, I did not feel confident at all about this game. Maybe, maybe it's just like recency bias, but I see, I see that Bucks defense. I see Tom Brady. Maybe I'm getting flashbacks to that Super Bowl. I, I just, I feel like this is a game where disaster is going to strike again. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I feel kind of bad leaving the podcast on such a down note, but uh, mark me down as real nervous. I feel I'll, I'll put it on uh, in a positive note here. I think you're going to get a very motivated Mahomes. I hope because so. I think he wants to beat Brady one more time so bad. I hope so, but also I don't even know if that's even a good thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just feeling down, but uh, not feeling great. But we get to play the Raiders after that, so that'll be fun. And on that disappointment, we can end. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Cheese Bros Podcast. We'll catch you next week, hopefully. Yeah. Go Chiefs! Go Chiefs! With a phony gas chamber Cause one's got a weasel And other's got a flag One's on the pole Shove the other in the bag With the rerun shows And the cocaine doja The daytime crap Of the folk singer's club He hung himself With a guitar string A slab of turkey neck And it's hanging From a pigeon wing I can't write If you can't relate Trade the cash For the beat For the body For the hate And my time Is a piece of wax Falling on a termite Choking on the splinters. So Thanks for listening to another episode of Chiefs Bros. Subscribe to the show on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Chiefs Bros. We'll talk to you later.